Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast. I have to apologize in advance for this episode. The sound quality is a little bit sketchy. We had some technical issues. I would like to blame it on Mercury was in retrograde because it actually was. The phones kept cutting out on us. There was some strange echoing sounds. It was just crazy. But trust me when I say if you can get past the sound, you guys are going to learn so much stuff and get so much good information about how to unstuck yourself when it comes to high performance because my guests on this episode are just amazing and hilarious so please just stick with it especially near the end because there is some really good information in this episode all right what's up everybody welcome back to the limitless life podcast today we are doing something a little bit different Today, I have two guests with me, which is something I haven't done yet, so they were kind enough to be guinea pigs for this. Don't actually know what I'm doing here today, and that's completely fine. That's all about stepping into just being imperfect. So, I'm also very lucky because not only are these guys ridiculously good at what they do, which we're going to talk about, but they're also funny. And they are two of the most down-to-earth, cool human beings I have ever met. So with me today, I have the co-owners of Be Elite. They are stress-reduced fat loss experts, and we're going to get into that. But first, I'm going to get these guys to introduce themselves to you today. So you guys can arm wrestle about who's going to intro themselves first. I'll go. Um, my name is Bharat, and I am the better half of this team. Um <laughs> And uh, so I have studied with a lot of teachers, including Charles Poliquin, Paul Czech, uh, a lot of Chinese medicine teachers. So I am a holistic lifestyle coach. I'm certified to do biosignature, um, specialize in women's health issues. And I'm also a Reiki master. And uh, currently I'm studying shamanic healing. Awesome. Awesome. Over to you, Ken. Oh, wow. Well, uh, my name is Ken, as you just said, so he's taking as much of my entry as he can. But, um, <laughs> and by the way, there are three parts of this team, but either way, um, I too did a lot of Chinese lot of medicine Chinese. as well. Um, I'm also Polkin certified. Um, we've also focused a little bit on holistic nutrition, so I do have my certified holistic nutrition diploma. So uh, specializing in women's issues as well. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here today and, and help as many people learn uh, about themselves. I'm so excited to have you guys just because like what you guys do is so much about having a limitless life. It's so much about performing at higher levels. Like it's not just about fat loss. And I think that's one people, one people, I think that's one thing that 
people don't necessarily realize when they're trying to reach that high performance level. How did you guys actually meet? I didn't even know that story. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we worked we worked together. So we, uh, we worked for a company called Extreme Fitness and I was a director and I came over to, we purchased a bunch of Bally's locations. Uh, and I came over and started working at the Cedar Bay Club, and this guy was my uh, my top trainer. You know, the best service guy I, I had. And then he turned into, like, where do you want to go with this as well? And I think I could be head trainer. I think I want to be like, you know, running people and helping people. Notice he said running people. So I said, yeah, sure. And then we've been working together soon. I left. He he continued and kind of followed. I'm like, dude, don't follow. Like, it's a, it's a crazy world out here. You don't want to. Out there, outside of corporate, is like crazy. And he's like, no, 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 I'm coming. And then, <laughs> and then you can continue. And yeah, instantly regretted it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's been incredible, incredible journey. The first thing actually Ken said to me ever was nice pull-ups. I still remember that. I was doing pull-ups. He was in the lunchroom. And uh, when I finished my workout, I walked into the lunchroom to have my post-workout typical bodybuilding meal. It's like, oh, nice pull-ups. And that's that's the first time we actually connected. Um, and since then, this guy's this guy has been my brother. So I love that. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's actually talk about this stress reduce fat loss thing, because um it's one of one of the many reasons I wanted to have you guys on here. But some of the listeners might not know about me personally, is that I had to think about what year it was. From 2006 to 2012, I had lost 145 pounds. I kept it off for years, and it wasn't until the last year that I was super stressed out. I was still working my full-time corporate job. I was building my business on the side so that I could leave that. I was in a relationship that I was trying to obviously maintain, and I put on 40 pounds. And I was like, what the fuck? And everything that used to work to drop the weight didn't work. So I know there are a lot of people, especially who listen to this podcast, who are operating from a place of high stress all the time. And when people are trying to reach that high performance level, how how does stress, like, can you guys tell us how stress affects your body, especially when it comes to wanting to not only have a body that functions well, but having a mind that functions well? Absolutely. Um, so... An important concept that people need to understand is fat is actually your body's way of protecting you. You know, in the fitness industry, we've come to believe that fat is bad. Um, and of course, we don't want excessive fat. But what we need to understand is if fat is something that your body's trying to protect you from, sorry, or rather is, is the way that your body's protecting you, what is it trying to protect you from? And that's what we do is we identify these different things, the different stressors that are putting the body and the mind in a state of fight or flight, right? Because we can, you know, the, the reality is if we're always in that state of fight or flight, we, we can't always repair. The body doesn't care about fat loss, right? The body doesn't care about fucking. The body doesn't care about all these normal functions. It cares more about protection, right? So, yeah. um, so it's, it's really important to understand that concept, to understand what stress-reduced fat loss is. Because... You know, if you're nutrient deficient, if your blood sugar is whack, if you're not detoxing, if your digestion's messed up, uh, you're not sleeping well, these are all things that put you in that state of fight or flight besides the mental stuff that goes on, deadlines, commuting, 
um, challenging relationships, um, making certain, you know, financial, hitting certain financial goals. Those are all on top of all these physical chemical stresses. So that's, that's really in a nutshell what stress reduced fat loss is because we identify all these factors and then provide solutions. So if these stresses go away, then your body starts dropping body fat. So how do you guys go about figuring out what all of those things are in each person? Well, a lot of times our assessment, we'll, we'll start with the assessment. That's the most important part because everyone, what we've noticed over the years is everyone, everyone's body acts differently than someone else's. And from the sense that we could have body fat in our lower body, body fat in our cheeks, and body fat in our stomach, same exact areas that we carry it the most but why it came and how we get rid of it's different so what we started doing is saying we're going to start with an assessment and go over your hormonal profile and what that means for us is each side in the body is related to a different hormone so let's say waist and upper back insulin you know belly button is cortisol a stress hormone um you know legs hip bum is more estrogen liver areas liver detoxification and so on so Using those sites and looking at someone's, uh, so based on your pictures and how they look, we can actually say, great, you're holding body fat in these areas. These are top three concerns for us. And if we work on these top three hormonal issues, we can start to get the body to heal. And the healing where, where it begins, because that's where our side effects can happen. Then we have to tie to the digestion. Is your digestion optimal? Like, is it working? Or do you just eat food? And that means, do I assimilate a food? Do I absorb the food? Is it stuck in my system? Am I pooping out the food? Or is it just like, hey, I eat food, and then it's sitting rots in my gut, and I fart, and I burp. That's not normal. And a lot of us think that's normal. I'm a burper, I'm a farter, you know? Um, then stress-wise, how does our brain deal with stress? Like, what does it need to feel great? Do I have to jump out of a plane to feel motivated every day? You know, can I just feel motivated without my coffee? You know, if I'm a night owl, what the hell does that mean? Like, do I have to be a night owl? No, I'm a morning person. Okay, what does that mean? And how's it affecting your body's ability to change, heal, and be better? Um, and then lastly, genetically, how should you be eating? We all want to eliminate everything. This is probably going to be the era of food elimination. I don't like carbs. I don't like animal protein. I don't like fat. I don't like whatever, sugar. Always eliminating things. But sometimes our body needs to tell us, this is how you need to eat for now to be optimal. And then we put it together and try to decide, these are the step plans or the, the success plan, your steps to get you where you want to be. It's so interesting to you because, like I said, we get in this frame of mind where we're like, I'm just going to do what worked like 10 years ago. It just doesn't work because we change as people, which is funny because I did an Instagram post about it had like a caterpillar that had turned into a butterfly. Because yeah. I don't know about you guys, but one of the things I get told a lot is you've changed. Yeah, it's because we're human beings and we're supposed to change. It's how we evolve. But anyways, so... When it comes to transformations for people, what do you think is holding most people back from not reaching their goals? Hmm. If um, I think number one, a lot of people don't understand what's going on, right? It's that that education of okay, I am. We get a lot of people who are eating healthy, who are working out. He, he used air quotes there where he said eating healthy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, healthy is such a vague term, right? It's such a, as I call it, bastardized term because healthy could be something Kim Kardashian told you is healthy versus 
I don't know, Dr. Josh Axe told you or Dr. Oz told you. So where are you getting this idea of healthy from? Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that's that's a lot of our clients who are coming to us saying, yeah, I'm doing all these things, but why am I still gaining body fat or why am I not able to drop body fat or why do I have all these symptoms of, you know, uh, can I joke about this? Our life and our texts revolve around four P's, uh, P, poo, period and parasites. And that's, that's, <laughs> you look at all the texts we get every day. It's literally, that's the discussion. That's right. Actually, I find that, that communicates using emojis. So all her, what is she having her cycle? She's pooing. These are, she gives me emojis because she's really busy. So it's all, so you, my texts are hilarious. So. I love that. <laughs> you know, so it's just, yeah, it's just a lot of people don't understand that. Like, hey, what is going on? So the common thing we get when people come see us is, wow, how come no one's telling me this? Or I had some idea about these things, but you help me connect the dots and figure out what's going on and why. And then we provide that solution plan or treatment plan or whatever you want to call that. So do you find that once people, so well, let me back up a second. Do you find that mm -hmm. most people come to you first to lose weight and then they realize the effect that it has on their mind? I think get a bit of both. Yeah, I would say a lot of people realize how much their mind is actually affecting their body. It's like, oh, so the more, like when a week comes and I say, great, I want you to, you know, journal before bed and, you know, and go for a walk in the morning. And then they're, they look different and they feel better, their digestion's better. The next week, they're like, is that? They still don't connect it. So I say, well, look at what we changed. We didn't change your food. We didn't change that. We changed that. And you feel better, digest better, calmer, pooping now. What do you think it is? And like, oh, you're right, you know? So it's hard for people to connect that your brain controls everything. I think we just think our brain's floating out there somewhere, you know? Wow. Yeah. Our mind is a very powerful thing. And as you guys know, too, like the beliefs that we hold, right, can affect everything, including how our body wants to let go of fat and how it wants to function, which is kind of awesome. So are there like some basic tips you can give people about how to kind of start to reduce stress in their day-to-day -day lives to kind of, even if it's not obviously to eliminate things, but to help counteract the effects of stress, what can people be doing? Um, I think practical first is how you start your day. So do your best to start your day, you know, cleaning out your mind, whether it's just doing gentle breathing. It doesn't have to be like, ah, oh, I'm doing Qigong on a mountain, you know, somewhere. It's like, no, just take five minutes, you know, and before you rush into your day, breathe a little bit, you know, and then see your day how you want it to be. You know, that's, that's, a, yeah, that's enough for people to start. Just start with that, you know, and, and then end your day the same way. Maybe write down how you want it to be and breathe a little bit. And then that's that's simple things that people do at least take five minutes, eight minutes and do that every day. And then as you feel better, do more. I just find if stress goes up, put on more armor, do more. You know, don't. OK, I'm in a war. Things are horrible. I'm taking my vest off. I'm going to stop eating well, stop meditating and just take all the bullets. You know, it's like, no, no, like put your jacket on, like do more meditation. Do more reading. But start with that. And that's a simple way I think, for the mind. That's a really good tip, actually, and especially the starting your day and setting the intention. And for some of you listening to this, and you're like, oh, setting intentions, that sounds a little bit woo-woo to me. Just bear with me and listen up, because <laughs> when you change your thoughts, you literally change your life. 
think about all of you people out there right now. You roll out of bed. You're rushing. You have to, like, down a Tim Hortons extra-large coffee, which I only just saw for the first time. The other day. I don't drink coffee. That's a bucket of coffee. Who the fuck? Uh, I like that. <laughs> but like, think about this. So set your intention when you wake up and you say, you know what? Today, something awesome is going to happen for me. Even if it's that simple. Even if you don't know exactly what you want your day to look like. Just start it like that. And you'll start to find that you don't need the Tim Hortons bucket of coffee. <laughs> so gross. So gross. <laughs> so anything else people can be doing like when it comes to food. Is there anything they should be avoiding or paying attention to or? Absolutely. Um, so there's certain foods that are very inflammatory for most people, right? So we're big on, um, you know, avoiding foods like gluten, dairy, corn, sugar, and soy. Those are five very inflammatory foods. So whenever we eliminate that and replace it with the right food, so not just eliminate, but also replace with the right nutrient-dense foods, uh, people see a massive difference in how they feel, how they think, how they sleep, um, how they pee poo, all of that. Um, so, um, oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that's a big one. Obviously, um, how you start your day, like Ken mentioned, not just in terms of your habits and your mindset, but also what are the first couple of foods that you're eating? Because the first few foods that you have sets the tone for the rest of the day. So it, it regulates your cortisol, it regulates your blood sugar, it regulates your brain chemicals. Um, so ideally, we're big on having good quality proteins and good quality fats first thing in the morning. And that resets even the neurotransmitters in the brain, which is controlling brain energy, brain memory, brain calming systems, um, all of these things, even just motivation, focus. So starting the day right with the right nutrients is incredibly important as well yeah and i think i think that's where a lot of people fall down like i i have a nutrition background as well and it's funny i'm also obsessed with poop so that's why i like you guys <laughs> <laughs> well one of the reasons but what do you say to the people who come to everybody sees these like trends and they're like oh i have to be keto i have to be paleo i have to be this i have to be that blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I ask them for what reason, what, what is the purpose of you needing to do that? And sometimes the, usually the answer I get is I want to drop some weight. It's not about, I want to feel better. Uh, I want to do that. Well, I don't have to think about food then. I'm like, uh, you want to think about the nutrients going into your body. And I have no problem with any style of eating. I just say a style should change based on your goals. So yeah, if you have a problem with insulin and you're like, you know, you're putting on body fat in your upper back or waist, great. Maybe we look at ways to regulate that, and that's your plan. When we're cleaning your liver, that's not your plan. When you're fixing your gut, that's not your plan anymore. When you're trying to, you know, compete in some sort of physical activity, that's not your plan anymore. So we teach people focused eating. This is the goal. This is how you eat. And it should change. It shouldn't be like, I am keto forever. When I can't work, my hair's falling out, nothing. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So obviously when I created this pod, wanted to open people up to kind of learning about different ways and different things and different modalities that they can use to perform at higher levels. That's why sometimes I talk about manifestation, sometimes I talk about crystals. And a lot of the time I talk about energy. <laughs> 
some people, and they may not even realize this, struggle to lose weight because they are actually absorbing the stresses and negativity of other people on an energetic level, which is why I want to talk to you guys about this, because this is actually something you guys bring in with your clients. You do Reiki with your clients. Can you, first of all, kind of explain what Reiki is for the people who may not? Um, think of it as, as, and I like to get people worried about things, but think of it as channeling energy. I said, like, through the person. We are not healing anyone. We are, you know, demons out. We're not doing anything like that. It's literally channeling energy through them so their cells can polarize. You can get all the charges in the same direction, and then the body can heal. Uh, their body becomes a vessel for that and does self-healing. You know, so everyone can have energy channeled through them, and everyone can channel energy. Um, and then it also helps them understand is this physical or emotional issues. Because one thing I've seen is a lot of the pain that we feel is from emotion and thoughts. It may manifest physical, I said, but it's from other things. So by having laying hands at certain areas, certain positions on the body, uh, we can work through those, those blocks. Or think of it like if you have a dam of water, we take the dam away and let the water flow properly. So then all the vegetation can heal and grow, and animals get stuff, but same with their body. If energy doesn't flow from stress, we have problems, you know, so. Well, I think it's important for people to understand, too, like, everything is energy, everything. Mm -hmm. Humans are energy, money is energy, everything needs to flow. And the best way I can describe this to people who may be listening to this going, oh, God, they're going woo-woo again. Um, if you're thinking that, you're probably not listening to my podcast, so we're good. That's <laughs> um, right. Think of it as human beings are like little satellite things. And we're pinging energy all the time and we're taking energy in and we're sending energy out. And when I say that to people and they kind of look at me, I'm like, okay, think about the internet. Think about the radio. You turn the radio on, there's a frequency that you can hear. We don't necessarily know how that energy frequency works. But we understand yeah. that we can hear things. Like, I understand that I can see you guys right now. <laughs> Frequencies. <laughs> so anybody who's sitting there going, energy is bullshit. Okay, it's not. It's actually science, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. It's, it's, to expand on what you just said, Brenda, it's every cell, and this is science, this is not yeah. made up. Every cell has a vibration. And all these cells are making up your organs, are making up your bones, your being. And the earth has an energy. And through Reiki, what we're doing is because of, let's say, foods, emotional stresses, toxins, the, the frequency of our cells starts changing. So then the organs start changing and our thoughts start changing. So what we do through Reiki is really retuning this body uh, to get closer to the, the earth's frequency. So if we can get you vibrating better that way, your system functions on a better on a physical level, on a mental level, on an emotional level, and even spiritual level. So that's uh, that's so for people who may not be open to the spiritual concept, this is it is very much rooted in science. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why I really wanted to have you guys on here to talk about this stuff because you guys are so science based, but you're also very like open to spirituality. You're open to all. That's 
I like this kind of energetic difference that you guys bring compared to some other people. Now, having said that, if you're a trainer out there listening to this, no, you don't have to be a mindset coach. No, you don't have to go get Reiki certified. Like, there are people like these two who do that stuff. When it comes to Reiki, I mean, I've had a session before. Can you kind of explain to people, like, it's not like massage. Like, you're not... You're not touching people. So can you them through what happens during a session? Um, so usually, um, so every every Reiki practitioner has their own methods. And, you know, uh, generally for us, we have the person uh, lying on a massage table, comfortable environment. We may have like maybe some incense or sage or different things going on. Uh, maybe some essential oils that we may use based on, you know, the before the session, the client may have told us a couple of things. Hey, this is what's going on in my life right now, um, or these are my intentions. So we always tell clients to set an intention, write their intentions down, actually. Um, and it could be intentions for like different aspects of their life uh, and bring it with them, uh, which we may discuss after. So uh, we place our hands on certain uh, energy centers, if you want to call it. Um, so we may place our hands on these different energy centers, could be forehead, arms, uh, chest, belly button, hips, legs. So it could be certain specific places. Now, this also depends on um, how we feel, what kind of relationship we have with the client. Sometimes we may actually have physical contact. Sometimes we may not. We may actually just place the arms above that area. Um, and uh, we just let the energy channel all the client really needs to do is just breathe and we may play music so they can pay attention to the music they may pay attention to the the, the smells in the room whatever it may be uh, we always tell them they're always in control they can stop the session anytime they want um, we always tell them that not to resist whatever's coming up and that's a big one sessions are better when the person's not resisting because um, that mean? Really explain what that means. Right? Yeah, go for it. Nice to go for it. Explain what that means. So um, sometimes people may, when we do these treatments, because like Ken said, right, we're opening these energy blocks. Where you know, you open up the dam, let the water flow, and so a lot of times, what happens is old emotions may come up, or um, clients may think, oh, you know what, he's going to get in my head. I don't want him to think about or know about A, B, C, D. They're starting to let their mind take over right? Uh, instead of just relaxing, breathing. So usually I, I always let them know that, hey, if, if anything comes up, any emotions come up, any thoughts come up, try not to react to it. Just go, oh, that's a thought. Oh, I haven't thought about that. I haven't felt this way. Oh, why do I want to cry suddenly? It's okay. Well, it's just cleansing. It's either coming up because it needs to leave or it's coming up because you need to actually deal with it. Uh, maybe, and that's very common for a lot of people, uh, a lot of people tend to like internalize and keep it aside and not deal with it, not have closure with it. So um, we all, that's what we mean by, okay, don't resist anything, just breathe, focus on your breathing. Um, and number three, we always let them know that we are only facilitators in the healing. We're not healing anything. And sometimes through intuition, like I know Ken gets images, he gets, uh, he sees color a lot. I tend to get a, a voice that tells me, ask about this, what about that? Um, so we all have different ways where we connect with, uh, I guess the divine consciousness and go, okay, that's what's happening with this person or this, what I saw, hey, 
So at the end of the session, we we also always ask them, so, you know, tell us about ABCD or what did you feel? And a lot of clients would say, yeah, um, this came up and I saw that. And when your hand was here, I felt all this heat or vibration over there and all these different responses. And sometimes some people say, oh, I, I felt nothing. I'm okay. And that's okay too. It's not that that's a bad session if you didn't necessarily feel anything. Healing Come is on, still. We know if we don't blow their hair off, we're like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, so um, the one thing Ken and I always do at the end is after discussion, whatever, we always give them homework. We always give them some kind of practice. Because at the end, again, we're not the healers. They are. And so when we're facilitating healing, whatever comes up very strongly that the client expresses to us or we catch, we may say, hey, you know what? I suggest every night journal ABCD. Or, you know what? I want you to start reading this book. I think it will offer you amazing perspective that will help you deal with the situation that you're in. Mm. You know, so, and sometimes, yeah, literally magic happens a lot of times. You know, where clients will tell us, like, uh, is it weird that I am not stressed about this anymore? Is it weird that, um, you know, my boyfriend came and said this to me and that's exactly what we're discussing? Or I know times where I've picked up cysts on a person and they went and checked and they did have cysts. You know, so there is things like that that happens. Um, And there's things where, you know, nothing happened. Great. Go home. Next day, they have like diarrhea for like five hours, but that's just purging there. Sometimes that's how people let go. Not everyone's crying or laughing or whatever. Um, sometimes there's all these different ways of purging. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's generally what a session may be like, but again, it's so unique based on where the person is and what, how well they connect, how well they surrender. So. Well, so, so, so much was just in there, especially the piece about you guys not being healers and i think it's important for everybody to understand even when like they're working with me on a subconscious level i'm not hypnotizing you you are doing it i'm just a guide what's happening more and more is people are going to work with other people other healers because they're looking for external validation and we have to start looking inside of ourselves because everything we need all of the answers, all of the healing, it's all inside of us. We just don't trust ourselves. And I love the piece too about, I was going to say, I love the piece about the diarrhea, but no, seriously, <laughs> because <laughs> what has happened when I'm working, are coming up and things are releasing, they may also find that the next day they have a massive bout of diarrhea <laughs> because it's all emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important for people to kind of be open to exploring other ways that they can reach higher whether it's they want to be a better athlete or they want to be a better entrepreneur or they want to make more money just be open to things so i appreciate that you guys are on here with me so i just had a question i wanted to ask you and now it's complete oh i know so you have a location in pickering ontario but you also work with people online yeah What's the most, how do people find you? Like what's, do most people get referred to you? Do people find you by accident? I find most, I say for years, probably the first five years of our business life, we lived off referrals. 
I said there was there was no social media happening. There was, you know, very, very there were no walk-ins happening. It just people would get great results and go, oh my gosh, you got to see these guys. And that's how we lived. Um, we were able to get results where doctors, naturopaths, other practitioners couldn't get people figured out and working. We were able to do so, and that's how we got our name, I think, originally. Um, and then, obviously, we started working with Joe and Sarah and, and then other people, Stephanie, Joanne at once, and then and yourself, even. And I think social media has become the new way for people to really find us. And now, I'd almost say it's half and half. Right? But that's somewhere around there. We're, half the people are finding us on social media, contacting us, seeing our Instagram accounts, uh, mostly Facebook secondarily, and just, just commenting and, and reaching out and saying, geez, I have this problem. Like, can I ask you a question? Or I like your post. It's really resonated with me. How do I find you? Can I come and see you for an assessment? That's usually, I would say, the most of our business right now. I'm going to include in the show notes all of the ways people can find you. And you guys actually have to check them out because they have some really funny videos that they do. But they're not just funny. They're really, really useful and really helpful and full of, like, knowledge bombs all the time. So those are typically on their Facebook. So I'm going to link to you guys so people can find you. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about some more good stuff. So you guys obviously are, and I'm fortunate that I get and watch you both create epic, epic things in your life. What's one of the biggest things that you guys have learned about your when it comes to being a high performer? Um, learned about myself or changed? Either or, both. I learned that I have to act quickly. Um, so if an idea comes, a thought comes, it is, I've learned to trust it more now. It's not just coming in my head because there's space in there. There's something more than myself telling me to do it and I need to act on it quickly. And when I do, things go well. When I hesitate, watch, think, overthink, it never goes well. So for me, it's, it's acting quicker and uh, having more speed when I'm confident with my decision. My intuition, I guess. Trusting yourself. Yes, absolutely. For me, it's been stop asking how and just trust that it will happen. Yes. That's been the number one thing for me is I realized for years I kept, I'd ask for something, but then my, literally the next question is, yeah, but how? How's that going to happen? And that's me doubting the universe and doubting myself that, oh, well, it's not possible. Um, so obviously, I, I've posted about this a couple of times on social media. It was a lot of ego-centered or fear-centered living for a long time. So I think for me, that's been a massive breakthrough working with you, Joe, Sarah, is stop asking how. Just go ask. Trust it's going to happen. And yes, you still have to do work towards that, right? And that's I think that's important too. That's, that's important too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the part that sometimes people think, okay, I wrote this down and I wore these crystals and I have 12 beads on my neck and I'm doing Reiki sessions and it's going to happen. No, you got to still take action, yeah. right? So yeah. that's, that's, that's super important. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing too. I think people misconstrue. First of all, you need to understand, I've said this before, your subconscious mind is a goal-getting computer. Yeah. It just is. If you set your intention to what you want, you will get it. You and the universe will create the stuff that you want. If you focus on what you don't want, like if you're walking by the mirror and you're going, oh, God, I look so fat today. Your conscious mind goes, oh, she wants to be more fat today. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, what it does. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. If you guys could go back in time, at a time, time, what it's called, 
Is there anything you would change about your personal journeys to get where you are today? No, because I'm here. Sarah earlier? Like, well, I wish we had worked with you guys like three years ago or something, but but it's all led us here, right? So it, it sounds cliche, but it's all those challenges and times where I know, Ken, you remember these times very well where we were like, what are we even doing? <laughs> right it's true you know you it's remember true. that brother. the parking lot standing in the parking lot at the end yeah. of the night talking and going yep living, living literally going to no frills shopping for cheap chicken legs because we yeah. couldn't afford anything else that's right uh, I remember those that. were some interesting times but you know what that's that's brought us here mm. you know and uh, as cliche as it sounds we really understand and feel that wow all of this happened because it was you know, it was grace. So it was awesome. And I think it was, and I think it's time. I think it happened at the time when, when we were ready for it. Like, How come we're not getting this early? I'm like, no, the business was ready for it now. We were ready for it now. Um, and ready to do what it takes to take all that. Like, it's great to meet you four years ago or five years ago. We had to be ready to put in place what you're going to give us. Right? And that's a great point, Ken, because, you know, as I say, you have to become the person that can handle those things. You know, like that's that's an awesome point because I'm sure four years ago we weren't there where we would be like, oh yeah, this is high level thinking, and we would have ran. We would have, okay, I'll see you next week. And <laughs> yeah. So on that point, though, what was it? So you guys obviously started chicken legs. What was it that kept you going forward? Hmm. You know, part of it, I I know I will say was each other. You know, um, having each other to talk and when one of us is down and saying, why are we doing this? Like, you know, like, you know, I can't live like this, you know, and the other person going, okay, okay, listening and saying, well, let's do this. Let's try this. Let's give it this amount of time, you know, and the other person, okay, falling later and then the other person says, oh, well, we can do this. So most likely for the most part, we've never both been down <laughs> for too long to say, okay, we're done. Uh, I think that's one of it. And then also it was just being able to still help people, people still wanting to come and knock on a door and saying, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be here. You helped me in such a way. And like that, the true love of helping people, I think kept doing that. And I remember getting into this and saying, it's weird. I was so 11 o'clock at night and I'd be like, I could work so long. Like, I love this, you know? Uh, and although great, I don't want to keep working at 11 o'clock at night anymore. But that was for me, like, I just, I would do this. Would you do this for volunteering? I'm like, part of me is like, I would. Like, I would, if I was just in real estate or whatever, and I knew I, just, I would still keep trying to, someone on the bus said this, I would still try to help them. And I want to help them. And that, for us, at least I could say, yeah. kept fire going to want to, as long as a lot of help people were there, we kept going. You know, I agree, okay. absolutely. And I think also, there was something in us always guiding us to like, no, no, just a little more maybe one more month, maybe three yeah. more months. And it, it just kept, it's true, you know, like just, we, it, it's funny because now I can say that was our intuition and, you know, there were all these spirit guides and everything helping us. But back then it was this, just this voice, like, hey, you know what, tomorrow you have these clients. They're good people. Okay, help them. And then one more day and then one more month, three more months, six more months. Okay, let's try this. And we were always looking for answers. And I think that's been one of our strengths is always looking for answers and solutions and never like sitting, be playing the victim for too long. 
mm. right? And, and the universe has always sent us people, coaches, help, yeah. guides to say, hey, guys, let's go. This is this is the next thing. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's been amazing. I love that. What are some of the things you guys are passionate about right now? It could be career-wise, life-wise. You got anything cool going on for clients? Sorry, go for it, Ken. Yeah, go for it, but go for it. Uh, I think uh, obviously beyond work, um, where I think for me is a lot of learning shamanic healing, uh, plant medicines, uh, exploring more consciousness. That's that's my like big picture. Um, definitely exploring that. That and then having like adventures. Like next in June, Ken and I are going skydiving. You know, so um, that's that's exciting. Um, Are you going to put a GoPro on your head so we can all come with you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll oh, go yeah. Facebook Live. Facebook Live. That would be Actually. wicked. That would be wicked. That would be wicked. But yeah, just, you know what? Just, just having experiences, living living life more laughing. Uh, since working with Joe, Sarah, you guys, we laugh like nonstop every day. Like, that's why we look so young and sexy, but... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's true. Does that. I'm, telling, I'm not even kidding. Does that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, it's. I'm trying to work. I'm not trying, actually. I'm working on and I'm working with things to challenge my fears. So, all the things that make me feel. Ooh, I'm doing them. I'm booking them. I'm going to do it. You know, and that for me is exciting because I realize every time I walk through fire. I come out and I feel amazing. So getting, bringing that as a habit in my life is, a, is a, the thing I'm doing the most right now. And letting my kids see that. I want my kids to see. It's not about reading, writing, spelling, you know, doing multiplication. It's about speaking up, taking big action, and, and stepping through your fears. I always ask this question of everybody that I have on this podcast. I'll give you a moment to contemplate it. But for each of you, what does it mean to live a limitless life? For me, it means to live without fear. That's that's my true, for myself right now, that's my true definition is to live without fear of judging myself of whether I can do things or whether it will work is to just live and not like like I was when I was eight, eight years old. You're not thinking about, can I, whatever, you just go do it. You walk to a waterfall, you jump off it. You're not thinking, oh, the rocks, is it this, is that? Just do it. And knowing that it will always work out, because it's always worked out. I'm here. The life will work out. Yeah. For me, it's 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 being free of expectations, being free of who I think I am. And just becoming like just literally becoming, I can do what I want. There's no limits. I create the beliefs I want. Um, I think that freedom is, is for me, living limitless. Mm, Thank you guys so much for having this. Thank you for being so open to talk about the energetic healing that you guys incorporate. Is there anything else you want to leave these guys with or say? Or I'd like to say that one of the most powerful things anybody can do is laugh. Like every day, set a laughter goal. Like... It's so powerful. And I know Ken can watch for this because we laugh all day. And on a chemical level, that's your cortisol, right? Like Anthony Robbins says, sometimes to change your mind, you have to change your physiology. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you laugh, it changes your thoughts. So people, if you're 
feeling down, you're feeling stuck, just start laughing. Just go laugh. Find someone to laugh with. Go watch a funny video, whatever. Um, so for me, I think my message would be laugh your fucking brains out every day. Yeah. I guess for myself, um, the only thing I want people to think about is your mind will create whatever you want. And I've, I've realized that more and more, even working with you, that at a, there was a time where I wanted to create chaos, and I did. And when I chose to create amazing things, amazing things came. So don't just train your bodies. Don't just eat your food. Work on the number one thing that will control your universe. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to link everything up in the show notes for people so that they can find you. Honestly, guys, if you're looking to have a transformation that and like deal with your stress and do this the right way, you need to look these guys up. So thank you again so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.